Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Third Thoughts Podcast. My name, of course, is Andrew Dixon, and it is a joy to be able to visit with you. It's been a while. It's been a long while since I've posted, but I like to post when I feel inspired versus just trying to come up with something to say. Um, This has never been one of those podcasts where I'm just trying to find something to say or it, it has to come from the heart. It has to come from the spirit, right? And so today I'm encouraged because I was listening to something and this is what came to mind. There are three things that we all hopefully can agree upon. And that is that we all have a mountain in front of us. Knowing that we all have a mountain in front of us. I only see three options currently, at least, where I am on the journey. One, A person can enable and activate the power of God to move the mountain through our faith in him. As the scriptures say in Mark chapter 11, verse 23. And speak to that mountain saying, be lifted up and thrown into the sea. But we must do it without any doubt. So that's one thing I can see as it pertains to a response to whatever mountain is in front of us. We do have the option of activating that faith that God gave us at birth to speak to the mountain. And it's not us that's making it move. It's the power of God through our faith. Now, the second option comes from this particular thought. Sometimes God may not remove the mountain. His ultimate will and plan may be for a person by his grace, by his mercy, by his power, by his strength to climb that mountain and overcome it in spite of it not moving. I think sometimes, at least what I've heard in the past is, you know, people say, well, you know, I did this, I did that, and they didn't get the response that they were looking for or hoped to get. And Unfortunately, sometimes when people don't have an answer for things, they may give an answer that isn't very considerate of the person's feelings and may also not even be true in its definition, right? What I see so far on the journey is sometimes what God doesn't remove, he gives grace to overcome day by day 
And we see that in the scriptures, you know, when St. Paul, the apostle had what he called a thorn in the flesh, it's something that, you know, he, he couldn't get past. It was something that he recognized that the enemy had his hooks in, right? And he, he asked God to, to remove this thing, whatever it was. But the Lord said and replied, my grace is sufficient for you. My strength is made perfect in your weakness. And how many times have we been inspired in our lives? I mean, can you testify to this, that you have seen something, whether on social media or somewhere else, where you've seen someone who had an incredible circumstance in front of them and they were able to do greater things than those who didn't have that particular issue. I look at that and I can see the grace and power and strength and mercy of God working in them to help them overcome and climb the mountain in front of them in spite of it not moving. But as I said, there's three options. And the third one, a person may decide to stop and camp at the foot of the mountain. As Theodore Roosevelt once penned, so that his place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who neither know victory nor defeat. You know, we we can sometimes just, instead of even trying, just decide to not go any further and just sit at the foot of the mountain until our last day. That's not even giving up. It's, it's a reluctancy to even try. And I'm not judging anybody. Mountains are not easy. If you've ever seen one, you would know. It's not easy climbing. It is not easy for it to be lifted up and cast into a sea. It's difficult. And I think that may be why God uses that so many times. You know, he references creation to to help bring light to the things that we go through in life. And I look at this and I say, It's difficult, but it doesn't mean that it takes us off the hook, right? Like, we we still have a choice to make in this. We're either going to sit at the foot of this thing that's in front of us, or we're going to do something about it. 
I think this is a good place to stop for the day. However, I think to bring more clarity to what I'm trying to say, it would probably be better if I go back and actually read the full context of what Theodore Roosevelt wrote. It says the name of this is Theodore Roosevelt on Critics, Perseverance, and Courage. It is not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles, or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs, who comes short again and again. Because there is no effort without error and shortcoming. But who does actually strive to do the deeds? Who knows great enthusiasms, the great devotions, who spends himself in a worthy cause, who at the best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement and who at the worst, if he fails, at least fails while daring greatly so that his place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who neither know victory nor defeat. What comes to mind in closing is that sometimes we allow the critics either internal or external to dictate our progress or regression. Either those who criticize our every step or simply we looking into the mirror and speaking defeat over our own selves. Negative speech, if allowed, can cause us to either stop climbing or even worse, never bothering opening our mouths at all, neglecting and doubting the very power of God and its abilities in our lives. Listening to negativity, my brothers and sisters, will keep us at the foot of the mountain, burying our talents and never truly knowing victory nor defeat. I got a mountain in front of me. And what encourages me in these sayings is that I acknowledge that there have been moments where I have spoken to it. There have been moments where I have attempted the climb, even though I've failed so many times. And I can also admit that even now, I've been sitting at the foot of that mountain. Maybe it was something in that last fall 
that last failed attempt. Maybe it was me telling myself that this is what it is and questioning whether or not I should keep going. Maybe it's the people that sometimes come around and criticize and make jokes and say, oh, you'll never do this or, you know, you you might as well just, you know, stick with the status quo, right? But today, I'm encouraged to stand up, gather my things, put my backpack on one more time. Not saying that this is the last time, but to get up again by the grace of God and attempt to climb back on this mountain. To pray daily for God to even remove it, if so be his will. But if not, please give me, Father, in the name of Jesus, the grace, mercy, power, and strength to keep on climbing even when I fail. I pray the same for you all as well. Remember this quote that I keep on my post-it note on my computer. Someone gave it to me, so I'll give it to you. Be kind, because everyone you meet is fighting a great battle. Everyone that you meet today has a mountain in front of them, just like you do. And it may not look like your mountain, but it's a mountain in front of them. Instead of telling each other we can't climb it, instead of building communities of pity party at the foot of these mountains, why don't we encourage each other to climb? Why don't we encourage one another to dare to activate the faith God put in us and speak to these things that's in front of us, these mountains? Thanks for stopping by. This has been the Third Thoughts Podcast. My name is Andrew Dixon. Take care and God bless.